Welcome to Cigar City Radio, episode number 55. I'm your host, Randy Ojeda, and making the magic happen, a man with devious intentions, Jason Solanez. Hey, Randy, what's the difference between Kim Jong-un and an ashtray? Um, I'm not sure. Giraffes like pudding. I mean, there's no real logic to any of this shit. I'm going to like... I mean, what even is life if we're, if we're going there? I don't know, man. Did we really make Kim Jong-un <laughs> ashtrays and giraffes with pudding yeah. existential? Yeah, it is existential. It all, it's all existential. Yeah, it's all part of the universe, right? Yeah, or, or not at all. Hey, you, Cigar City Radio listener. If you're listening to this show and you like it, please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Cigar City Radio. Also, please subscribe to our mailing list to get music, info, and news, and everything sent right to your inbox. Algorithms be damned. Just go to CigarCityManagement.com slash subscribe. You'll find the link there where you can put in your email address. We'll send you cool stuff, but we won't blow up your inbox, we promise. It's all very tastefully done. Like our show, right? Our show is very tastefully done. The episode you're about to listen was recorded at the world-famous Blind Tiger Cafe in the heart of Ybor City, Tampa, Florida. The Blind Tiger Cafe is a speakeasy-inspired coffee house. We serve vegan pastries, coffee, tea, beer, kombucha, etc., etc., etc. Our guest on this episode is James Alex from Beach Slang, who was performing at Pre-Fest 5 in Little Ebor, part of the Fest 16. He's got a new album out under his name, Quiet Slang. It's called We Were Babies and We Were Dirtbags. Features a cello piano voice played softly. So see beach slang to quiet slang. Quiet slang. It's a fun thing to say. And our guest host on this episode is Ray Roa from Creative Loafing. I had to unexpectedly go out of town, so I wasn't able to make this one. But Ray filled in admirably. If you're not familiar with Ray, you can go all the way back to episode two of our podcast where we interview him. He's also sat in on several episodes with Post Animal and uh, a couple others that I can't think of now. But we see him all the time. It's Ray. We can't get rid of Ray. So now you can't get rid of Ray. That's a, that would be an interesting. You can't get rid of Ray. He should maybe start a band called You Can't Get Rid of Ray. That would be his mix. Thumb it at people. That, no, that would be his mixtape. You can't get rid of Ray, and it'd be him with like throwing up gang signs. <laughs> We're going off the rails, just like this interview did. No, I'm kidding, Ray. You, Ray. Ray did a great job. Thank you so much, Ray, for filling in. Uh, if you liked his voice and his gentle tones, maybe we'll uh, have him on again. Uh, we'll definitely have him on again. He's Ray. Yeah, yeah. He's around all the time. He's got a soft voice. So here it is, episode number 55. Should we do like an intro then? So we're sitting here with uh, with James Alex from Beach Lang and Charlie Lowe. Am I pronouncing that correctly? Uh, tour manager extraordinaire. Are you? Is this the only? Uh, is this your first band that you've been TM for? Oh yeah, because uh, before James saved me from my terrible job, I was in the corporate world. Okay. Yeah. 
Right on. Maybe we should get into that. So you met James <laughs> at Fest two years ago. Three years ago. Three years ago, which was uh, Beach Lang's first Fest set at Rockies. Right, um, right. And you were in the crowd. Yeah. And you guys kind of hit it off, just cool, like BFFs. And what is that conversation like? Oh. Just make sure you're talking to the Oh, mic. I'm what, sorry. What is that conversation like where it's like, yo, do you want to be like the tour manager? <laughs> <laughs> we actually met at 1982, which is like not a fest show, but like a pre-fest unofficial show, whatever. So then, um, so I like ran up to him after the show and I was just like, I just love your band a lot. And they gave me like the best hug ever. And then we exchanged numbers and just like hung out over the weekend. And then the, fir- like, and the first thing she sent me was a video of her doing a shot of Malort. Oh, yeah. Oh. It was just like, I was like, oh, I think we're going to. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I, th- I think we're going to get along great. Right. Yeah. But that was that was like the first sort of exchange after meeting, hugging and saying, oh, let's keep in touch while we're down here. So the first text I get is probably an hour or so later and it's her doing a shot of Malort. And I was like. Oh, there's potential here. Yeah. Hold on. Do you like Malort? <laughs> no. Oh, no. Oh, okay. I was like, that's like punishment. Like, you remember yeah. Buckley's, the the medicine? Did you ever have to drink Buckley's when you had a cough? No. It's like oh, the same know. type of thing. Okay. It's so disgusting. <laughs> Malort, we actually, we had, uh, when we played Riot Fest, they got us to do Malort there on camera, too, and it was just like... Yeah, that was, was my first shot of Malort ever, was that You Riot did Fest. great, though. I was miserable. Yeah. I was, well, I was fortunate enough. I went in pretty... I was feeling pretty good by the time I did right, that right. shot, so it went down a little smoother. Um, she took it sort of on the on the cuff. Oh, you know? it was terrible. Well, it's like a Chicago thing, though, right? For sure. That yeah. was their it whole, is that was the whole thing. It is, and they love it. Yeah, yeah, like is it like a sponsor like, of Riot Fest or something, or no? I suppose unofficially. Maybe. You know? but yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, I didn't know that about festivals either with the monster energy that are actually water. Have you played one of those festivals <laughs> no, I, before? I haven't, but I, but I've 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 heard the, the yeah, story. Like, yeah. Man, this guy's crushing the monster. Guy, and then yeah. It just turns out it's water. Just, yeah. yeah, it's eerie, man. Going backstage and thinking that you're about to get energetic and being disappointed by water on uh, a <laughs> day kind of sucks. Yeah, like tour water and a monster can. <laughs> you're just hydrating, yeah. I would much rather have water than monster. <laughs> I'm sorry if we ever have to do a thing and monster's like, well, you know, Charlie said that she fucking hates it, so you can't be part of the show, but I'm sorry. It's like battery acid. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty gross. Like, I drink it in case of emergency. Like, if I have a long drive, then I'll do it. Although right yesterday, who was it? Night Marathons was like, yeah, if I chew to- if I put tobacco on my lip, we drove 18 hours from oh wherever. God. I'm oh. like, dude, you're crazy. <laughs> so this is your first ever pre-fest, obviously. Um, Not right? No, no. Have we, you played pre-fest before? We did. Okay. So, so we didn't do an official pre-fest our first year, but okay. our second year okay. we did. We played at uh, Tequilas, and that was oh. so much fun, yeah. So then last year, it was we didn't play fest, right. which was like... That's because you was, had like an off year, right? Like For sure. And like yeah. we were on tour. We were in like, we were in Iowa, right. you know, so we were, we, were, we were out working, you know, but... um. But it was it, it's a weirdo thing, right? When all your friends are posting all this thing that you love so much, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, we're we li- nowhere near We literally that. avoided Facebook and Instagram for, for three like, days because yeah, yeah. we're like, okay, like, Full we FOMO. get it. We, yeah. we had fun that night. We did for sure. But, you know, we missed it. Yeah. A lot. Is it like just the people or like the bands? Like what bands are you looking forward to seeing? And like everybody has like a friend that they made at Fest. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm sitting. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah, this is it. This, like, is, this is it. Is we're we're proving the concept. Yeah. It's like, yeah. like, how do I get into this? And it's like. Just go to the stuff that you really enjoy and be super stoked about it. That's it. Well, well, that's the cool thing, right? I think that's the big differentiator of Fest from, like, most other things. It's just, like, it's such a charge of, like, welcoming here, you know? It's kind of like you can just sort of infiltrate, like, a gang of friends and be like, let's do a shot. And, like, you're, they're just going to bring you in and you're, like, a part of the experience now, right? It's like 
you always walk out with more friends than you came in with, right? It's just like, it has that. It's, it, it's got a very utopian kind of vibe almost, you know? It's yeah. kind of like, if we really sort of put things together and got it right, this is sort of how the world could function. But then sort of Sunday night comes and it, we go back to That's normal sad. It's things. Like and it's, yeah, and it's like, too bad. But for a few days, you know, it's sort of like, wow, it could, this is all right. It could be like this, you know? And but that- alas, you know? It's like, but your music kind of came into the world like that. I don't know if it was your intention, but like, it seems like after you put your music out, this crazy community formed. And I know you don't like to call your fans like fans, but what do you think it is about? I mean, dude, you went to Riot Fest. It's different from Fest or Pre-Fest. Like, there's something weird about going to Gainesville or being down here, like you said, and meeting some people. Is it the music or is it just like we're all like misfits in the same kind of way? Like, how can so many people not fit in the same way? Right, right, right. For sure. I I do think that's what it is, though, right? It's just like, I don't know. You know, if we sort of, it's really weird to put parameters on uh, culture or society at all. But like, let's really think about I don't know how many thousands of people are down here this weekend, but like, you know, mash that up against how many millions of people there are like in the U S or the world. It's like, it's, we we really are a small percentage when we all come together. We feel like, you know, we sort of have this like big number, but like, I don't know, you know, percentage wise, we are kind of, it's a small little bunch. Right. Um, and you know, we're sort of a, sort of these sensitive seekers, you know? I mean, they're, they're we're not really wired to, I don't know, want to really, like when Charlie was talking about sort of the corporate world, it's like, you know, you get knocked around there all these weeks of the year and then you mm-hmm. kind of get to come down here and be around people that sort of, I don't know, see the world through those same, you know, Pabst colored glasses as you Pabst. do. And it's nice, right? It's just like, all of a sudden you Pabst feel... Pabst glasses is like really great, by the oh, way. Well, you're killing it on, on the little things, that. too. That was awesome. Thanks, on Sound Charlie. Opinions, you're like, this, was a, this is a song about oh. being found or being lost and then getting found. And you're oh. like, sorry, guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right on. You're really good I can't turn it off, man. Yeah. And yeah. like, it's not just like interviews or anything. Like, he's never like... I mean, like, he'll be talking to me and... And then I'll be like, that's the most beautiful thing I've ever heard. We're talking about a fucking pizza or something. Yeah. Like, you know, not well, not the pizza, but now you, you know, know. Now you know why I keep her around. You know, it's a like, little bit of. I'm curious <laughs> though. I'm always like, that was so touching. Dude, it's so hard to find like a tour manager that actually like cares about what happens like to your band. Like, and you've been For through sure. a few different iterations of like bands and units and fame and, and all kinds of stuff so for sure like and that's what it is for beach Lang specific and i and i think in a, in a broader stroke that's sort of the thing about fest right it's like that's surrounding ourselves with sort of soft yeah p- human beings right it's like that for us is the main thing it's like oh and you can also play an instrument well that's great right but the the sort of the main sort of hurdle that you had to had the jump was are you just a good human being? Like, do you genuinely care about the people around you? Um, yeah. And we, you know, we have that in, you know, our cup over, over, <laughs> overrunneth <laughs> with that, with that right now, which, which is great. But I think in, you know, in, like I said, in, in like larger brushstrokes, like that's how fest feels. You know, when I came down for the first one and I, I came down with my band, but sort of just ran around alone. Cause I just like sort of function better that uh-huh. way. And I just kept falling into really cool experiences like drinking with new friends or finding out about a band I didn't know or just sort of high-fiving people down the street or people handing out beer on the street. It just had that thing that I love so much about 
about punk rock. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Can you I, talked... Oh, go. Go for it. Oh, I was just going to say uh, that... So that first fest where we met was both of our first fests. So when James got there before I met him, he bought this trophy. Can I tell the story? <laughs> sure. Okay. <laughs> he bought this trophy at like a, just a... Help when me we were shopping word. for the Gilligan's Island okay, costumes. Okay. We were just at like a... Like just at a thrift shop. Thrift shop, yeah. yeah. So... Um, the last day that we were both here, we were hanging out at Boca Fiesta, and but he had to leave because they had to drive to the next thing or whatever. And then he pulls this trophy out of his backpack and goes, "I bought this to give to the coolest person that I meet while I'm here." So he gave it to me, and I was oh, like, "That's awesome! That's it! Like we're friends forever now!" Like, do you still have it? Of course I do. Hell yeah! I still have like I've got my fest wristband like over it and everything. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah. So do you have like a place where you live right now? Or are you kind of um, kind of like in this mode where you're like, I'm going to be TM and I'm going to ride this wave. I actually, so last April is when I started and this June is the first time I've actually had like lived somewhere. Like I've just been hopping around my aunt's house or a friend's house or wherever this whole time. So I just moved from technically Cincinnati from Ohio, yeah, to Philly. Too. Okay. Yeah. Right on. Yeah she, yeah. yeah. she was getting tired of those drives in to leave for tour. So it was like. Yeah, dude. It's nine it's, hours every yeah, time we leave, which is a lot. No, it's like in Philly and like, I don't know. Kurt Vile's from Philly, right? Like, he is. Yeah. Yeah, sure. you, do you ever collaborate with him? Or, I know oh, he's kind of you know, like all over the place. Yeah. I, I mean, I when would. He's you would, right? Mr. Vile, if you're listening. <laughs> Vile, uh, what is it? Was it Cherry Hill? I don't think he lives. I forget where, which okay. neighborhood he lives in. Yeah, he just I'm not sure. But, telling me. Okay, right on. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, you know, because I think he's just absolutely brilliant. You know, right. I love his work. So um, if he's ever bored, I'm around. Mr. You know, Vile. I'd love to. I'd love to have yeah. him go. Yeah, that, all, that album with Courtney Barnett. So oh, cool. yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were just talking about that we were, last night. Yeah. So, is there any bands? Man, I don't. I was going to ask you about bands, but you're talking. I want to ask you about like tender people. Like you call them like tender people, soft people. Sure. Like. You're, you've had a few albums come out. You've been interviewed by like a ton of different people. You play tons of different situations. How are you able? Do you have to put a guard up to say, is this person like, like, do you get worried about that? Like, who is truly like a tender, soft person and then who isn't? Like, have you experienced that at this point in your career? Yeah, I, I think I'm sort of the opposite of putting a guard up. I mean, I think Charlie sort of keeps an eye on me to not have it too far down. You know, mm-hmm. like I've given out my phone number from stage. I've right, like, right, given right. out like, <laughs> because I just like, you know, if, you know, you want to hang. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, or sort of with this precursor, because I'll get I'll get you know letters a lot that are pretty heavy and just mm-hmm. like you know sort of like you know and if I get one a day right we're out yeah. on tour and I get one like that day it'll it'll stri- it'll hit me particularly hard so I'll just want to give out the number and sort of be like look if you're on the ledge man call me and I'm going to talk you out. I'm yeah. going to talk you talk you down yeah you know, stuff like that um, we've since muzzled like if I'm like in my number is six one ah, you know Charlie starts you sort can of, literally right, right. hear me from side stage going stop. Yeah, right. right. Get a burner. And then I'm like, oh, okay, I'll probably like be happy I stopped later because like the first night I did it, we were in San Francisco and the phone looked like one of those, you know, those Pink Floyd laser yeah, light yeah, shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, did that, it did that kind of thing. And then we had a discussion and my manager started to be like, what are you doing? What are yeah. you doing, man? He's like, I love that about you, but, you know, and then gave me this long sort of thing. But I want, I, you know, that's that thing that I dig about, you know, Punk rock, I, I, I dig about sort of the digital age of music. It sort of smashes that distance between band and, and listener, right? Uh-huh. So I do my best personally in this band to sort of keep that down as well. I mean, obviously, as the band grows, it's hard. If I, It'd be a full-time job plus to just return right. everything. I'm trying my best. Um, but yeah, no, I never want to guard up like that because okay. I think it's a really sort of 
it, that's a real necessary component about what, what beach slang is. You okay. know what I mean? Like, I remember I used to get asked about it a lot when it kind of first started. And it's like, you, you rarely use I language. It's always us or we. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, right. Well, that's purposeful, right. you know, and I want that to hang around not only in lyric, but in spirit. And who I am and, yeah, and what I bring to absolutely. whatever because room like, I'm in. You know, that's, I, I think people lose sight of that sometimes, particularly when you come to a show. It's, it's very cyclical. Like, I would just be up there with my friends playing songs to, like, the wall, right? right? It's like people who come to a show make a show great. Right. The band just has the, like, lucky, the dumb luck of being the noisemakers that night, right? right but right. it's kind of like all of my favorite shows weren't necessarily how we played. It was energy that got thrown at us, right? So it's like... I wish I could talk to everybody about that personally, but, but it's like, it really is like, I, I, I hope people realize that I guess they do on some level, but I, I hope they do enough because like all the shows I usually feel like, was I meant to do this? They're always the ones where like that didn't happen. Right. Um, oh, okay. But then when that does happen, I'm like, I'm never putting this guitar down. Right. Yeah. It's, I'm so easily affected by, um, you know, oh, one show goes or what, yeah. the, what the sense is in the room. And Folks in the room, yeah. For so there's sure. a need for you to like connect. Because I was going to ask you, because sure. you talked about loving the process of writing songs. For sure. And then I was wondering, I was like, well, is going on the road, obviously financially you have to go on the road, but like, do you need the fans as much as you need writing songs? But it seems like you do. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I, I think I do because I, I look for, you know, for me, it's, it's about community. You know, yeah. it's not about, it's certainly not about ego or, you know, low level fame or whatever whatever i've achieved i have no idea where i stand in this whole thing but yeah like, that was that same manager who was like do you realize how big your band is getting oh yeah right? i got oh i got, oh, I, got yeah. I got annihilated for that one yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah so it's but it's just like but it's it's it, you know that sense of community because i am very much you know you can attest to this but very much a wallflower in real life mm-hmm. I'm a pretty painfully shy cat so it's like rock and roll is sort of my like clark kent to superman thing. right you know it's like i get to sort of finally be able to talk to people which has always been kind of difficult for me so it is important for me not to feed anything that resembles vanity or ego but just to be like to make friends you right. know and like now that like that has sort of happened and now we go into all these cities all over the place and i have people there that i can't wait to hang out with you know man that feels pretty great right yeah. so i i really um yeah I, I dig that a whole bunch do you have to put up like a block like julian baker said like if she knew what her record was going to do she might not have written as personal Oh, like, do you ever have to put like a filter on your lyrics? Because you know that there are some kids like kind of hanging on your lyrics, man. It's crazy. Right. Like, do you ever like withhold things or maybe keep a song off a record and save it? I don't know, man. I think for me, that's the reason to sort of bear it more, you know, because okay. there's going to be that kid that needs it. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, and I mean, you know, to teach their own for sure. Cause I, I, I think Julian Baker's brilliant, you know? Yeah. So it's like, I want everybody, you know, everybody's sort of process should be their own. But for me, it's like, you know, what if I trim that lyric or that song that like that later is the one that's like the kid told me that's that's what kept them going. Uh-huh. It's like it wasn't on that record. Like maybe you didn't keep going. Right. So it's like, no, for me, I, I suppose it, it flips it and it kind of does the opposite. Okay. It's just like because if I can't like tear it open and I, I don't I don't know if then it, even if it is connecting, is it is it is it a is it a true connect? Right. Right. Because it's it's sort of this strategically yeah. sculpted. You just can't live in that space where you question whether or not. That's you might, right. You'd rather just crash and burn. Without a doubt, right, man. Right, That's right. absolutely my approach right. for sure. Yeah, yeah, you're not trying to put out like this polished thing and die. Like, you know, what do they call it? Phone it in on on, on one song, on one record. That's oh, not for how it sure. Goes. That's yeah. not, that's never an option. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Do you sure. mind if I ask you um, about your kid? Because you've talked about how rock and roll kind of uh, like, you know, obviously you just said it. Everything yeah. you just said, rock and roll is the reason you exist. It's why you're here. It's why you have community. It's why you have meaning. But sure. like, first off, how old your kid? What's his or her name? And then oh. I want to ask you, like, um, like, what is the kid giving you that music maybe couldn't have? Yeah, well, I just had a, a second son. So okay, so you have two, I've had, two sons? Yeah, I have a, okay. a two-and-a-half-year-old son named Oliver, okay. and I have a f- almost five-month-old son named Asher. Okay. Yeah. Um, they, well, you know, look, other than being... I know you have two modes, too. You have, like, tour mode, beach slang, and then dad mode. For sure. You said. <laughs> for, I don't know anything yeah, about you. Yeah, right? it's like, you're so you, cool I mean, like that. Yeah, yeah. Some shit. yeah it's, it's wild. It's just like, I, I mean, look, you know, it's, it's weird. My, my two best friends in the world now are both under three years old. That's weird, right? <laughs> that and, sounds pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool, right? So I get to now, like, sort of relive sort of seeing life without any cultural concern, right? Like, if we're out at the store and Oliver wants me to wear sort of a crown with him I get to put on a crown and walk through the store and it's like people are like oh that's great now had I done that before him it's like it's that you sort of wince and take two steps back from this cat right but I I think you know most importantly what they've done is they sort of like they've shifted my perspective as to you know I think about what I'm leaving in the world now you know, um, so when I make things or I write things or I, I, I teach things to those guys, it's like, you know, it's all about sort of am I making things that make the world like when, when I'm dust, you mm-hmm. know, like and people dig up these records or these things that I write. Is it going to be is it going to be a force of good? Right. And for for, for Ali and Asher, is it going to be like your better human beings because I was your dad. Right. And everything's sort of now sort of defined by those two modes. And it's like, it, it's really ridiculous. And I had this dream one night and it was just sort of like, it was about sort of the evolution, the, like the evolving humankind. Right. And I was kind of like, when we become like our most perfect version of ourselves, is that when we, 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 you know, we die. Right. And then I was like, Mm. as I'm sort of learning all of this and doing this, I was like, Oh man, Am I am I at like Where am stage I at, eight? Yeah. Right. I was just like, should I like start getting like my shittier. insurance in place? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, but I really have been on this really sort of weirdo quest to like, man, really want to do nothing but good. And I think it's this like utter kick of dad thing now because like when Oliver looks up at me, like, I mean, you know, that cat thinks I built the trees and the moon and right, all this right, stuff. Right. Like he thinks like I'm like. I just don't want to let him down, you know? Right. Um, and, you know, and look, man, that, that's always resonated in beach slang too. Like my big thing now, like, you know, we have one mode when we play and that's like yeah. all the way. Right? right. And the reason for that is, is like, you know, when we first started playing shows, I don't know, maybe it was $10 to come see us, you know, as it trickled up to 15, as it starts to make it way to, its way to 20, I want to make sure people walk out of there. And it's like, I would have spent 40 to see that. I would right. have spent, you know, I, because it's like, man, I know what it's like to go to a job you may not necessarily love. And now you drop down $20 to get into this thing. Mm-hmm. I want to like bleed for you. Right. It's right. like, I guess I just want to be the, I'm, I'm rambling here, but I guess no, I just want to be like man. sort of the best version of myself. Um, yeah, man, that I can be, but not say that in like a really cliched inspirational poster on the wall way. Like right, really right, right. live it F and mean it. Right. Yeah. Like I'm even trying to cut down on the cursing, man. Cause Ollie's starting you to are? talk, you know, oh, so it's oh, like the, oh, in front of the kids. I have to do too. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I you know, go over there 
pretty often. Yeah, right. so you're like, like, put that fucking yeah, I don't thing down. Even, <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, Dad, can I buy a fucking bottle? You know, I, I, you know we can't it's like have fucking that, Ricky so. Bobby or something. That's it, man. So, oh, go ahead. Yeah, I was please, just going to say uh, that it was so Because his voice, Ollie, is just so, you know, because little two-year-old boy is so I think so you should cute. imitate the voice. I, I'm about to. Okay. <laughs> So uh, I told James one day that, you know, he, you guys are going to be playing whatever. He's going to be playing with blocks. And then he's just going to look up and go, Dad, fuck. And then you're just going to be like, oh, no. Totally, yeah, because you can't put that genie back in the bottle, right? Right, right, right. So he's like the kid going to kindergarten. It's like, where did you learn that from? And it's like, Oliver, right? And then it's like, you know, here comes the calls. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, so, yeah, we're trying to, we're right at that cusp, right? But it's all about the reaction, right? Because, like, it. If you react, and then they're like, oh, when I say fuck, oh, that's right. my dad laughs. And they're <laughs> right. like, I just want to make my dad laugh all right. the time. And that's just it, right? And like, and I, you know, I would, uh, unfortunately, I'm, I most I would likely would laugh, right? Yeah, happened. yeah, yeah, for but sure. But there's worse things your kids can be than a cursor. That's just it. Right? For yeah. sure, man. Did for you ever sure. think about being a dad? Like, do you, now that you are a dad, like, do you notice like old lyrics in your songs where maybe you were kind of revealing some things about yourself that you, like didn't really necessarily know about yourself when you wrote the song. And I think like, so. I know you have quiet slang now, but are the yeah. are any new songs? No, quiet slang. The first record for that's going to be all sort of these. So it's just me, piano, and cello, right? Mm-hmm. But they're all reworkings of beach slang songs, right. which I wanted the first one yeah. to be. But I think to your question, I mean, a lot of I won't get too far in the like my childhood because it was. Oh, you've <laughs> told that story a ton. It's a wreck, right? Yeah. So, uh, but a lot of it. A lot of my lyrics ha- do have to do with, uh, I refer to him as my birth father, right? So yep. I think it sort of did speak to my approach to maybe one day being a dad through that, you know, not so great son, the, the role of son, sure. right? Um, that I sort of, yeah, I think that that helped define who I was going to be um, as a dad, if I were ever going to be one. I didn't know if I was cut from the right cloth because I didn't really have... You know, um, you know, if you have Examples a really and stuff precisely, like that. man. Right, right. Yeah, no, if you have that, you're sort of like, oh, I can't wait to sort of pay this forward and teach this, right, right. teach my kid how to shave, like you know, right. my dad did. Oh, you know, I, so it's like I'm sort of just look, you know, I look down and I'm like, look, kid, man, we're gonna wing it together, you know. Listen, but, I'm, but what I'm gonna do is is love you, you right. know, like probably more than you want it, you know. But like, but that's gonna be there for you, and then we'll just figure out the rest of it together, you know. It's like, if we have that in place, we're cool. But I think like, yeah, man, I think a lot of what I've written has kind of been about that. I think it's it's taken on more uh, more universal, so, you know, you can sort of apply it to whatever your particular struggle is. I mean, at the end of the day, it's more, you know, it's more like these chants of, you know, we're here, we're alive, and you know, John Lennon said, I think if we still got air in our lungs and we, we have hope, you know, we're, sure. we're all right. Right. So it's sort of that man. Like I, I'm this sort of desperate optimist, you know? So I, I think most of the songs come off sort of in that way, but they're rooted in sort of twisting, you know, you sort of twist junk in the light, you know? And I think that that's right. what I've had good luck doing so far. Yeah. See if I can continue. So going off the hope thing down the road, whenever Ollie and Asher, you said, yeah, listen to this. Who's getting Paul Westerberg's guitar? <laughs> so I don't know if you know this. So they they uh, just talked with Tommy. Uh, oh, uh, so right, yeah. this guy Very loves cool. the mats, right? Yeah, and he got. Am I telling this right? You got your guitar stolen. That's right. And yeah. then Tommy was like, "I got something for you." Yeah, yeah. Tommy and reached Paul's out. guitar. <laughs> it was really incredible. Yeah, Tommy took us out for like a week, and we just really hit it off. And we had been talking. He was interested in like producing a record for us and stuff, which is just like. 
you know, I'm, I'm all over the place, right? But you I remember... You make that noise, and I wish that you would. I know. I, I had to cool it up for the thing. And then, like... Oh, yeah, did you make a noise when you said it? No, he was oh. going to do the... Yeah, I was just <laughs> imitating how my brain just went to mush, you know? And I remember the last day of shows when he invited us on his, you know, bandwagon and stuff, and we just did a shot with him. And I just remember kind of coming off and just looking at Charlie, and I was like, I just, you know, just did a shot with Tommy Stinson, right? right. So, so, yeah, so, we do, so I do a tour, and it's that tour I ended up... It was meant to be a full beach slang tour, mm-hmm. and we had sort of our you know sure, thing the, happened the, and, the, the but I went out by stuff. myself yeah. you know um, and tour was great and I had like a, you know, it was really sort of cathartic and all these things and then the last night we do all, play Austin and it was really great and then so our stuff gets jacked that night yep. that night I mean we're ready to just sleep a couple hours to start driving back to Philadelphia and get home we're sort of devastated or whatever like that day like yeah Tommy is like yeah, I got something for you and he gives me one of Paul's guitars and, <laughs> so it's just yeah well, I mean who's gonna get that ah uh, there's the breakdown of tenderness. I'll just hand him each a pair of boxing mitts. Right. Have at it, like, Whoever, yeah. like, you know, all, you know, two, like, two, uh, two kids in Marky Mark? And was, that a, was that a Philly movie where he was a boxer? Was that Marky Mark? Oh, I'm uh, not trying to think of Rocky. There was oh, another one, right? Wasn't he? Oh, yeah. That, that, the Fighter movie? Something yeah, like he that. did Invincible. Oh, yeah. He did the, the football movie. Oh, maybe that's what it yeah, was. Yeah, maybe yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, we'll see. That'll be like. Right now, that's probably the best thing I have to leave behind is that, that guitar. Know, it's funny, too, because people. Um, Asked when you got it. Right. Oh man, can I see it when you're in my yeah, city? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, you've got to be out of your goddamn mind if you. Oh, think you don't we're bring it on tour. No, oh, no way. No, no people way. ask me pretty much at every show. Can I just like play a chord on it? I was like, I'm not bringing that. I got that guitar because mine was stolen. Right. <laughs> right. Gonna, like, I'm never going to get right. another Paul Westerberg yeah. guitar. Yeah. So yeah, no, it's under like laser lock and key. Oh, that's that awesome. Little, yeah, home studio. Yeah, but I am going to record. I'm going to use that guitar on every song for some part okay next record i mean it won't obviously be the only guitar i use but i want to make sure it's on every song on the next has it surprised record. you in like the way that it sounds at all like you think you know what the guitar is going to sound like when you acquire it yeah i mean you know it was like it sounded like it does when i play a guitar and i was like damn it i wanted to sound like right like i, I just thought you yeah i was trying to just maybe see if i could if i could just you know wrap up something really like i was like oh is there still a song or two tucked in this thing and i was right. like We'll see. There's still time. I'm still writing, you know. But um, it's, you know, it. I, come on, you know. It's probably the coolest material thing I've ever gotten, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Pretty, pretty all right, yeah. So I don't mean to take it back uh, down a negative route, but do you have the November uh, Salt Lake City date kind of circled on the calendar as like, oh, yeah. like a pretty big show for you? Yeah, well, you know what was really cool, man? When we, was it with Jimmy or Minus? We did two back-to-back tours, support tours last year. Right, uh, Jimmy minus the bear right into Jimmy yeah. World. With Jimmy World then, I think one of those tours, we went through Salt Lake City. Mm-hmm. And I remember being so nervous because yeah. I was just like, are people going to be like, remember what you did here? You know, because that was such a brutal night and in so many ways. And it was, you know, man, it was never anger. It was sadness. And I, I'll, yeah. I'll spare everybody what was going on behind the scenes. Everybody um, knows it or thinks they know. It's all been written about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It has, I think, with like varying degrees of truth mm-hmm. um but but whatever right i mean some things are best left to folklore and fodder and i think that's become that um if anybody ever really cares about truth because it was very easy to sort of like stomp your boot on our throats at the time and it was kind of like you've never even listened to a song by us and now you're like sort of you have the most clear opinion about what Experts, happened right man. yeah it was it was un- yeah. it was unreal and that was a real wake-up call into like how it can be. And I suppose that really, and I think what it did is it those, those folks, I suppose, got 
the opposite reaction from me. I think they desired me to feel broken or angry or sort of... Um, Standard internet troll. Right, man. And I think what it did was it solidified how beautiful people who surround this band mm-hmm. are. And I was like, see, you failed again trying to be like not a good person, right? So it's like, you can stay stuck in that prison, you know, or you can kind of like sort of lighten your mode and like, yeah, you don't have to dig beach slang, but like my encouragement would be like, okay, cool. You gave it a shot. You don't dig it. Like, here's this band that I could turn you on to that you might really love. Like, let's be in it together, man. Like, you know, there's like, <clears throat> you know, man, there's, there's, there's like, there's, there's child soldiers. There's like, you know, kids working in mines. There's like a wall being prototyped right yeah. now between the U.S. and Mexico. Yeah. It's like, can you take a stand that's a little more significant Seriously. than like, like get off a pitchfork, th- right? It's and, just and like go like volunteer at like a soup kitchen, or right, something. man? It's just like it seems like a really weird thing. I was kind of like, look to me, man, and I I will define beach slang like this forever. To me, it's always going to be like. It's just me playing songs with my friends and hoping some of our friends show up. I didn't even realize we were big enough for you to care. Like, we woke up that day. I was shocked by how much it was over the internet. Like, sincerely shocked, though. Like, not like, oh, I didn't realize. I mean, I genuinely didn't know. And I was just like, yeah, man, we had a bad night like every band has, right? It's just like, I didn't realize you cared so much, you know? It was like, even if you spoke ill of us, it was kind of like you cared enough to take time and like write something and it was just like but i was kind of like cool well like you know be gentle man because this might be your brother's band tomorrow night and if right. i was on there like railing against him you'd probably be like well yeah but you don't understand man his dad just died right, right? and you didn't even there's take a the lot time. that you just don't know about but that's just it in general so, so it was weird but 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 like i guess my point to that is is like it really allowed me to see how lucky beach slang is for whatever sort of weirdo magnet we sort of pulse out man we really draw the right humans in yeah. You know, so I don't know how many more there are left in the world, but I hope we can find them, right? Because um, I dig where our band is right now, size wise, but like, you know, if it got bigger with the right kind of people, that'd be great. I mean, we've taken now to hanging up a sign at our merch table, and it just says, if you know, if you're racist, sexist, or homophobic, yeah, it's your pin tweet. Yeah, man, the yeah. pin tweet. Yeah, yeah, don't like, you know, don't buy our records. Don't don't listen to our records. Don't wear our shirts. Don't come to our shows. Yeah. We don't want your money. You know, and that's just like that's phase two of like weeding out just garbage. Yeah, you know, because it's, it's just like you know we experienced it. Just our last show was in Atlanta, and <clears throat> you know Charlie sort of fell into this situation where it was just like, oh, man, people still think this way. Yeah, and you think it's just. You know, we get to live in this fantasy land yeah. that's called beach slang, right? And then you get back into the real world. And then, I don't know, we were at a bar and we saw the prototypes for the wall thing. And we were just Oh, like, they finally Man. came off like the Homeland Security Twitter feed they were posting. <sighs> on right? right. So we're, we're just like, look, you know, we're not this uber political band. I mean, our politics are basically the golden rule, you know, be yeah. sweet to each other, right? But there's, there's a time maybe you got to take a little step further. And I suppose that, that, that time's being heaved upon us. I mean... You have two choices. You can either not say anything and play the music, right, right, or say what you feel and see what happens. That's it's it. Not like right? you're like a perfect person. Like we can't hold you up as like a totem or like a oh yeah, 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 like holiness and like for sure the be all end all for right? sure, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. I mean, Trump's making pretty easy fodder for us to rally together. You yeah. know, so unfortunately, the, the saddest part is that like it's just like. The Trump thing is real. You know, like, well, it'd be funny if it wasn't real. Well, that's the I thing, right? You still wake up thinking, like, oh, that was on SNL last night. No, no, that no, really no, happened. No, it's, right. it's real. Yeah, yeah, it's sure. mind-blowing, like, yeah. every day. Yeah. 
So should we close it with the bands that you want to see uh, here uh, in Ebor? Not, I, I don't know how much of the schedule you looked at down here, but what bands you're looking forward to see? Yeah, well, like I, man, like I alluded to earlier, and I hope. Let me say this, man. I hope yeah. I didn't ramble too much. I'm Dude, a known rambler. Not, I apologize like, to everybody so who talks that, to me. Okay, like, you don't think I'm weird or that, like you're just awesome. Like, oh no, man. You know we'll, I mean? Yeah, so, we'll hit it off. You're out drinking later, man. Look yeah, us yeah, up. Yeah, well, yeah. I'll bring the Malort, man. That, oh, that would be crazy. <laughs> please, <laughs> nice. please do not bring. I know who has Malort. That's it. Chicago people. Oh, right on, man. I know brought Malort. Right on. Yeah, I mean, I think for the most part, though, like I alluded to earlier, man, we we do sort of tend to just float around and fly into things you know with that said i mean i came up a massive fan of the smoking popes you know and they play right before us tonight like yeah and i'm yeah i'm pretty Damn, like you missed the smoking popes new world brewery show i don't know if you remember new world brewery that was down there oh i don't like, know that i do the cap was like 124 oh and the smoking popes play there like six years ago maybe. that's amazing and it okay. was crazy oh that's awesome I'm sorry to cut you off. no 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 please <laughs> but i'm yeah i'm super excited for that like um, you know, we just made friends with the Dirty Nil a little mm-hmm. while, uh, uh, you know, on that tour. We were in, was it the UK together? Uh, we played. Yeah. Yeah, it was the UK, UK together. And we just like really hit it off yeah. together. We started talking about Big Star all night and that was great. Yeah, I love this hoodie, man. Oh, thanks, I man. I can't believe you're not hot and sweaty. <laughs> I know. I came out and I was like, oh, it feels pretty He's good. He's got oh. this thing. I don't get it. It'll literally be like 95 degrees outside. He's got this outfit on. Yeah. And I'm like. Crushing it. Are you wearing a sport coat tonight or are you wearing that? Oh, sport coat. Yeah. Ruffles. Are you going to tell us what pins are on there? Are they the same pins every show or do they change? Well, I'll tell you what. I wanted to get concise with my messaging. (laughs) Okay. So I shredded the pins and now I've got this. um, Charlie sewed it on. I got this heart patch that just says nobody's nothing. That's new merch, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah Although somebody yeah. trademarked that. Yeah, know. yeah. It's out. It's out okay. there. Trust me. Right. I, would, I, I wish it was mine. It'd be on, it'd be on the table for sure. <laughs> you know. We do have cute little patches, though. I don't want to like you know. You can buy yeah. our merch. Hey, by the way, I got a CD. And <laughs> you can oh, we should, I should have like Spotify. jingle music, and you could have started <laughs> talking about the merch. You know. Um, but yeah, like you know, and like Super Chunk's playing against me's playing, yeah. and um, yeah, I don't know. We're just gonna kind of bounce around and do it. I saw. Uh, even like cover sets too. I saw a Stones cover set and a Jawbreaker cover set mm-hmm. and a Clash cover set. Yeah. And you're gonna do the Matt's cover tonight? Oh yeah, I'm sure we yeah. will. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, anybody sure. gonna sing along tonight with you? Any from other bands joining? Oh, we don't have that plan, but okay. you know, we we're not planners. Know. Okay, that's really, the thing about what science. if somebody from the Smoking Popes came out and did the Matt's cover with you? Oh, I should talk to Josh. You should. Yeah, maybe you just maybe you just planted something that would be. Yeah. That'd be, so That'd be pretty cool for me. I'd yeah. be way into that. <laughs> it, it, you can't, it doesn't hurt to ask, right? Right, right. So I'm going to just, uh, yeah, I'll give it a go for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Before we finish this up, I have uh, one shout out to do for one oh, person. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, Michelle, I couldn't print out your face for a signature. I wanted to have you sign this girl's face. <laughs> Our <laughs> intern loves you very Aww. passionately. Aww. Um, and she couldn't come, and her response was, I'm so upset right now. And she said in the title, Sobbing at Lunch, Essays About a Brokenhearted Intern. Aww. Um, Aww. So I just have to mention her to you because she would appreciate that. Oh, Michelle, yeah. that's very sweet. I hope I, uh, I, hope say- I did all right by you on this. Let's, oh, I, I brought that notebook. Let's draw or something. You can sign that. Oh, Michelle, we're going to draw you something and sign it. Is that cool if we do that? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Charlie's, awesome. a, Charlie's a bit of a pretty phenomenal caricature artist. That that goes uh, that flies under the radar way too much. Michelle.